Are you a musician interested in improving your performance? Welcome to Notes on Jazz. I'm your host, Keith Davis. If you want to learn more about jazz improvisation, harmony, and composition, or just want to improve your piano skills, this is the place for you. We'll be hosting interviews with fellow musicians, offering tips and techniques on study and practice, and lots of other cool stuff. Whatever instrument you play, or if you're a vocalist, you will find something helpful and interesting here. So come hang out with us at Notes on Jazz. One of the questions that I'm often asked by students is, what do I need to know to play jazz? Uh, it is a very important question. I'm going to try to give just a brief answer here, and we'll be going into more detail about this on upcoming episodes. If you ask five different musicians this question, you're probably going to get five different answers. This is just my brief answer today, covering what I think are some important topics. And they're not necessarily in order here, though I presented them the way I did as an attempt at organizing them. So the first, you need to develop the ability to play things on your instrument that you hear in your head. I usually ask my students to play a simple song like Happy Birthday. I start with the melody, have them start by playing the melody. When they can play the melody, then I ask them to try to figure out the harmony, starting with the bass notes. So if you can figure out the melody and the bass notes, you can pretty much figure out what the chords are. So it's a simple song, so it's a good way to start putting these kind of things together if you haven't done this before. Uh, and this is just one way that you can go about training yourself to listen and to translate what you hear onto your instrument. There are lots of ways to train your listening skills. And again, this is something we can talk more about as we go along. Second, I think it's important to know how to read music. You can learn to play an instrument strictly by ear, and it's important to be able to do that, especially as a jazz musician, because that's a lot of what we do. But learning to read music can open up a lot of doors for you. Uh, it just opens up this whole world of uh, great music, first of all, written by the great composers, whether it's classical music or tunes from the Great American Songbook or tunes written by jazz composers, all kind of music. Plus, lots of, um, there's lots of information and knowledge that you can only get from reading music. Uh, if you want to, when, when we talk about learning harmony and theory, it's really important to be able to read examples that are given to you and be able to use that as a way to learn. A lot of the great jazz musicians have been great classical musicians as well. I mean, a few that come to mind are Keith Jarrett, Chick Corea, Herbie Hancock, these guys were great classical pianists when they were young, as well as going on to become great jazz musicians. So another thing that's really great about being able to read music is, is learning to write music. And uh, if you can write music, it's, you can share it with other musicians and play it with them. That's, I think that's one of the most important things for me that's helped me develop as a musician, is being able to write my own music and play it with my friends. I've learned a lot about harmony and just about how to organize my musical thoughts. And uh, I've learned a lot about playing and all, lots of things from writing my own music and playing it with people. And then learning tunes by great composers is also really, really important. So third, it's important to be proficient on your instrument. And this goes along with reading to a certain degree because a lot of the things that help you become proficient are things that are like exercises that are written for your instrument or, you know, scales, harmonic things that we're going to talk about. Uh, you want to be able to develop technique. And there are a lot of this material is directly relevant to us as jazz musicians. 
um, exercises or you know teaching about harmony, etc. We're going to talk a lot more about this topic as well. And that leads us to the next topic, which is you need to understand harmony. And not just theoretically, but functionally on your instrument. And that means you need to understand key centers, scales, chords, and their relationship to each other, major and minor keys, um, what we call functional harmony, and also non-functional harmony. Again, this is a huge topic that we that it's got a lot of different parts to it that need to be talked about. So it's good, you know, reading about it in a book is good, but the important thing is to translate that knowledge to your instrument and to get it in your ears so that you can hear it. And if you're not a pianist, you still need to understand it from the keyboard because our harmony basically comes from the keyboard. So whatever instrument you play, or if you're a, a vocalist, I think it's really important to understand harmony from the keyboard. Um, again, this is a big topic that we'll discuss a lot. And finally, for now at least, uh, it, you need to begin developing a repertoire of tunes that you can play, both play by yourself and that you can play with other musicians. I think it's important to learn to play blues and be able to play it in various styles, meaning like swing or you know, um, boogie-woogie or rock or funk or whatever. Uh, blues is a good vehicle for learning to, learning to improvise because it's not so complicated, at least not at first. And I also think it's important to learn how to play groove music. And by that, I mean dance music like rock, funk, whatever, Latin music, any kind of dance music because jazz really comes out of dance music at the beginning. And if you can't play music with a strong groove, how are you going to play good jazz, which is really groove-based music? I mean, it's really complicated groove-based music, but it is it can be really complicated. I mean, it can be simple too, but... But uh, how are you going to play that effectively if you can't just play a groove? So this is, I think, real important. I work with all my students on this as well. So uh, again, another topic that we can, can go into more detail about. So I like to say there's no straight path through the forest. There are lots of interesting and often rewarding sidetracks. And, you know, there are even lots of places you can start from. As I said, if you ask different people, they'll give you different answers to these questions. But I think these are all important topics that you're going to want to know about if you're going to try to, to play this music. I think what's important is to keep moving ahead and pay attention to what you find. Pay attention to what you encounter. Find out what you like and who you like to listen to and uh, what resonates with you. That's a good music word. What resonates with you? What moves you? What do you? What makes you go? Oh yeah, I feel that. You know, I want to do that. That's important to pay attention to. So, and above all, you should enjoy yourself. Enjoy the trip. So, I'm glad you're here at Notes on Jazz. I hope you'll come back. Keep listening. Uh, check out my website, KeithDavisMusic.com, and uh, I've got lots of CDs there and lots of music there. My tunes are there if you want to look at my tunes. And uh, I also have a, a YouTube channel, which is, I think, also Keith Davis Music. I've got lots of videos there. Some of them are teaching videos, and some of them are just me playing and playing tunes. Anyway, hope you'll come back and see me again at Notes on Jazz. Thanks for checking out Notes on Jazz. If you want to communicate with me, I offer free consultations. Just check the podcast notes for a link. You can also find a link to my website for CDs, downloads, and videos. See you next time at Notes on Jazz.